Imagine if you could connect your brain to the internet. You wouldn't need to type into a search engine. You could just think your query and download the relevant knowledge directly into your mind. Such a world would involve the biggest single upgrade in human intelligence since our species evolved. Seamless brain-computer interfaces are a long way off, but the melding of minds with machines is already underway. Welcome, welcome to episode number six of season five of the Purple Rains podcast, formerly the Female Sex Podcast. This is the second to last episode, and we are at the pineal gland. All right, so if you just heard that, I hope it came through okay. That was something that I was looking at that was called uh, Brain Tap AI Controlled Slaves, question mark. And it's this idea that man can merge with machine. Here is the problem with that. It sounds nice. It would be nice if people were able to get there. I know Elon Musk is working on something. But the brain is way too complex for that to happen. And anyone who knows anything at all about even just basic anatomy of the brain. And if you understand how, anyway, you just know that that's not happening. The guy in the video, he goes on to say that they implant something. Um, the, what they're working on right now is to see if these devices or if they can connect some device that's going to help with motor skills. Now that's a possibility. Maybe you can connect a device to the part of your brain that can, that controls your motor skills and movement and things like that. But that's just one aspect of the brain. The brain does so many more things that you would have to make a device that connects to the entire brain and they cannot do that. I know that it is impossible. And so when I hear them talking about these things, I know that it's more fantasy than not. The only way to control the brain is through the hormones and neurotransmitters. That is it. You cannot do it any other way. Anyway, so for this one, this is the Kundalini Khan or Kundalini Consciousness. And the reason why I'm talking about this one is because this kundalini, this Hindu idea of being able to control this coiled serpent in the base of your spine and you're able to control these parts of your body and whatever, that's similar to this con about how they're going to connect um, to the human brain through Neuralink or whatever. You cannot do it. The brain is way too intricate. The mother was too great. You were created in divine perfect wisdom and you cannot replicate it it cannot be replicated it cannot be duplicated and so it's nice to try but don't pretend like you got it right now okay not with kundalini not with yoga not without hinduism buddhism none of that okay so let's begin i'm going to turn down the heat because i can hear it and i don't want the sound in the background second all right so let's begin with the kundalini so the kundalini is supposed to be related to the serpent i explained why and that's because in your spine it actually looks like serpents if you were to dissect the spine you would have find something that looks like boiled spaghetti noodles and so it makes sense that they would relate it to a serpent also serpent relates to the spirit and the spirit relates to the psyche or the soul and that, of course, is an unseen energy. And this whole idea of kundalini being able to control this so-called serpent energy, it, it leaves people, you know, delusional, making them think that um, somehow they're disconnected from their body and that there's something beyond them, this kundalini, kundalini force, okay? And that they can, in some way, control it either through um, yoga or through tantric sex practices, sometimes even holding in toxic semen. They think they can do that. Um, uh, med meditation, I believe meditation is fine. That's getting into your mind. But the idea of quieting your mind is impossible. Like I mentioned in the last podcast, your brain is always communicating. And so you cannot quiet it. But this 
Hinduism gives you the, it puts you under the delusion that you can control that, that you can quiet your mind. It's impossible. And we're going to get into why in a minute. So you cannot be whole. You cannot, there's one thing when you talk about holism, holism, which is not real, but wholeness is real wholeness and balance to look at the whole and to be balanced and that's the trickery this is where spiritual warfare comes in it's because hinduism is shrouded in lies but the lies are there to cover up a very divine secret and i don't even like using the word divine because these people have corrupted it but it is a very highly guarded secret and there's a reason why they attach these things to it so that you are going to think it's crazy or you're not going to want to look at it. This whole Hinduism thing has to do with the human biology, the human anatomy, and the physiological human being, like who we are physically. Because who we are physically is who we are mentally spiritually so on and our only purpose to, is to make sure that we guard the temple that we guard the body and we make sure that we don't let things in that are going to corrupt our blood and our hormones and our mind body spirit and so on but this whole idea of kundalini tells you that you're separate and apart from these energies okay and you can't be whole while practicing rituals that are designed to disconnect you from your body and so this kundalini khan is a form of mind control often people will even associate it with what they call shadow work and i've mentioned this before that to create shadows you need light and dark and so when you're talking about shadow work it's not like you're going to do dark work there's a difference between dark and light and balance is being able to understand that there are opposites and contrary and to be able to reconcile the two, to see that there are both, but to understand both, okay? And to understand um, the mid, the gray areas, we'll say that. But this shadow work is a mixing of dark and light. And that's why this whole idea of Kundalini and th- this new, new age business it's so convoluted is because they mix and meld things together and that's the whole idea of it they think that that's what alchemy is is to mix these things together and then come up with this concoction okay it's somewhat like that but not exactly anyway so the reason why it's important to separate the light and the dark is because these things are separate but they are connected but they have their own purpose for example the light is the what they call the crown chakra we'll talk a little bit more about what that light exactly how that works in the next one but the pineal gland is the dark and so when you're dealing with the dark you need to deal with the dark when you're talking about the light and connecting the light and the dark then you can that's when you create shadows but shadow work is not deep dark work that's not what shadow work is shadow work is a is dealing with what we see in the light and then a little bit of dark okay to create some form of shade but um like i said wholeness and balance um is real but holism what we think of as in um things like yoga and um reiki in a uh, i think the third podcast it was feeling some type of wave i talked about this whole idea of using these healing arts these energies where people are they're they tell you that they're using their hands to bring energy from their hands to the body but it's not exactly that it's that your hands it's the hairs on your body that are the receptors and your hairs on the body will feel the hands over your body but they make it into this spiritual thing and and the purpose behind that the reason why they do that is because they don't want you to see that it is your anatomy they don't want you to understand your own anatomy and how your body works because if you were to pay attention to how the how the body actually works then a lot of the things that we do here in the real world or whatever in our life we wouldn't be doing them none of this would make any sense if we understood that what we were doing was actually 
contrary to what we should be doing to protect our mind, body, and spirit. So let's begin with the pineal organ because this is the pineal gland is or the pineal organ, what is known as a gland. Uh, it's associated with this pineal chakra, all right? And the pineal organ controls all body cycles. The purpose of it is to control um, your reproductive cycle, your sleep cycle, any anything that runs in cycle, your blood, your circulation, everything, um, your reflexes, like natural reflexes, your automatic um, processes and automatic responses, like your breathing, blinking, so on. And that's why when people are talking about, I'm doing yoga and I'm doing these weird breathing exercises and taking in this prana and they're doing all kinds of, you don't, you're not supposed to do that. The body is created perfectly. It knows how to regulate itself. And so when it needs to breathe heavy, it's going to breathe heavier fast. When it needs to slow down, it will slow down. Sometimes if you are um, nervous, anxious, so on, you need to remind yourself to take a deep breath and to kind of restart the system. The same way if you're um, running too fast, you'll to some degree, you can control it. If things seem to get out of control, you can kind of remind yourself. But the reason why, for example, if you are in an, in a situation where you do feel anxious, the reason why your body is reacting that way is because it's your body's natural response to that situation. So yes, it's a good idea that if you are anxious to take a moment and to breathe in slowly um, through your nose and out, in through your nose and out through your nose slowly, just to get back the natural rhythm. But you have to take some pause and try to figure out why you were um, anxious in the first place. Now, with these breathing in, um, doing these yogas, uh, like heavy breathing, I'm, I'm seeing like it's similar to what these challenges are. I was reading about, or not reading about, but I was hearing about a challenge where these kids online are holding their breath until they pass out. I don't even know how that's possible to do because you just have a natural bodily response where if you do hold your breath, like if you're drowning underwater, you just, the natural response is to breathe. And so I don't even know how these people are able to do a challenge where they're holding their breath until they stop breathing and die. That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't ring true to me. There has to be something else going on there. Otherwise there's something, it's, and intoxication, they get intoxicated before they even have that natural reflex to breathe. Because if you're underwater, that's why people drown is because they breathe in the water. It's not because they pass out from holding their breath. Okay. But anyway, so this Kundalini Khan tells you that you can do what the pineal gland can do. So at the same time that these people are preaching about how the pineal gland is so great and that, you know, all the sun energy and life force and all, I don't even, whatever, I don't, I don't get too deep into any of that, but they want to make you believe that they can do what the pineal gland was designed to do, to take control of these automatic forces. And that's, um, and also the idea of the Christ, a lot of the Christians, they think that they're different from the Hindus, but they're not. They're doing the exact same thing. Christ consciousness and the Kundalini consciousness is the exact same thing. All right. So why is this false? Because you can only control the external forces that affect the internal all right. So for example, you can control what types of food you eat. You can control the types of music you listen to, the types of places you go into. If you're in a situation that makes you anxious, you can control that and get out of it. Even in a situation that seems as if it's out of your control, you can control that by completely disconnecting from it. Sometimes it's okay to disconnect from things, to know that it's there and to be able to say, I'm going to jump in and out you know, when I need to, especially when it comes to the virtual world, for example, it's okay to say, you know, I'm going to disconnect from all the chaos that's happening in the world. I'm going to keep my ears to the ground though. I'm going to listen out for certain 
um, vibrations to, to know if any dangers are coming my way, but I'm not going to be on it every day, all day. All right. So your job, like I said, is to make sure that these um, external forces are not going to interfere with your uh, electrical responses or electrical messages, your neurotransmitters, synapses and the hormones, et cetera, et cetera. All the things that your body do that you don't know about and you don't really even have to know the intricate details because you will never know the intricate details of what the body can do because the body is that perfect. It's that great. And so, like I said, your job is to keep that temple clear and sacred and free from chaos. Now, there's going to be chaos. Obviously, we don't control our food supply. We don't control our water supply. As much as there are people out there who like to say, like right now, I've been watching a lot of prepping videos just because, you know, it's that time of the era or that time of the year, whatever. You know, so a lot of these preppers, a lot of the times they'll say, you know, grow your own food and get your own water. And I'm like, no, that's not the reality that we live in. Now, imagine if all of the preppers, even just all of the preppers were growing their own food and growing their own water. You don't control the water supply. And so if people want to shut you down and say you're not growing any food, you're not going to grow any food. If you start growing food and they decide I'm going to spray your area with these pesticides or whatever, you're not growing any food. If they decide that they're going to pollute the soil that they sell you because you're going into Home Depot anyway to buy soil, then you're not growing any food. <laughs> okay, the fertilizers that you use could be God knows what that you don't control either. So you're not growing any food. And a lot of these preppers are going into Walmart. They're buying Walmart seeds. And I'm like, you're buying GMO seeds. And you're talking about grow your own food. You cannot grow your own food. The only people who are going to be able to survive are the ones who can survive with nothing. All right. Now, to some degree, of course, you want to be prepared for a blackout or for in case you can't get to the grocery store or whatever. But to be prepping for any kind of like um, end of life scenario, nuclear bomb and all that, like this is just a waste of time. Like that doesn't even make any sense. If you cannot survive with nothing, you can't survive. OK. Anyway, where where was I? So the you worry about what you can control. You know, take yourself out of the environments uh, if you need to do that, out of certain environments. Um, whatever you can eat, eat that, what's available to you. Your body will learn to adapt. That's how perfect the body is. If all you have access to is the food that we have in our food supply, like I said, we don't control that. There's nothing we can do about that. You can prep and prep and prep and try to grow and grow and grow. But not everyone can buy a piece of land. And, you know, like that's always a solution. Get land and buy food and store food and get ammo. And you're going to run out of that. And we're living in the days of robots and automated AIs and bots and cyborgs and yeah. oh man, like people are just delusional. Like that's delusional. Anyway, so there's your job is to let in is to regulate what you let into your body, into your system, your body systems. So you're going to regulate the types of food that you eat. Your body doesn't need to eat food all of the time. It just needs your body will store food. Like if you eat um, whatever you eat a meal a two or two if you're doing intermittent fasting your body will actually store some of that one meal that you ate all right your body stores it in the cells and it'll use it later for fuel so and especially in the winter months when it's cold you don't even need but one meal during the winter months it's actually it takes a lot you should be sleeping more than you're eating during the winter technically if you're moving with nature anyway so your job is to control all of what you can control on the outside control what's coming in and then your pineal gland will take care of the rest your pineal gland will make sure that everything's working now i don't know if this is a fact or not or if anyone has tested it but i would um assume that if you took out the pineal gland that the body would stop working it wouldn't work anymore it wouldn't be able to 
But um, uh, again, like uh, that's a tough experiment because even if they have experimented on that, I don't think they're going to share that. And they, as in scientists, would share that type of information. So you take care of the external and let the pineal gland take care of the internal. Once you take care of what goes in, then your body will know how to do the rest. Your body will keep itself alive. No matter how long or how hard somebody tries to kill you, the body will, it's remarkable how long it will um, sustain. And so the reason why I say that about, about the pineal gland is because it's why blind people are able to sustain balance because that's one of the jobs that the pineal gland does. It, um, like I said, it regulates your circadian rhythm and all of your other automatic systems, but it also helps to maintain balance. That's the reason why the pineal gland is found suspended in between the two hemispheres of the brain. In the one of the last um, podcasts, I was talking about how I don't remember the right and left brain and what each one does. I really don't. And the more I think about it, the more I think that people who are centered and who are balanced they don't really think about right brain left brain because you are balanced you are someone who's in your pineal and you're allowing your pineal to do the work so how does it work let's talk about the connection between the sun or the sunlight and the pineal gland because that's how it does the work the eyes and the pineal gland are tied together. So we're going to talk about them at the same time. This is why, like I said, people are always like, uh, uh, Illuminati, you see an eye and it's automatically tied to the Illuminati. Now, the reason why they do these types of things is the same reason for why Hitler took the swastika, why, um, these yogas and things are tied to crazy people. Right now they're talking about, um, drinking pee to cure COVID or drinking pee, is related to meditation and yoga. And the reason why they do that is so that you can look at these types of things, like look at meditation and then think negatively about it. And you're going to tie it into drinking urine there right now. They're just clowning the whole new age system. And the reason why they're going to do that is they're going to clown everybody. They're going to clown the Hindus, the Buddhists, the Christians, the Jews, the Muslims, and every religion, like I said, is going to fall apart. Now, it's supposed to all culminate into one. I shouldn't say they're going to fall apart. I should say they're going to melt together. And so they want you to think that the whole thing is crazy, okay? So that when they introduce the new one, it's the only one that's going to make sense. So let's just talk about the eyes because it's not it's not Illuminati, okay? Your eyes allow sunlight to enter the body. And like I said, we are energized by the sun. So once the, once the light enters into your body through your eyes, then the optical nerves connect, um, the re- that connect the retina to the brain will allow the retina to convert that light energy into nerve impulses. And those nerve impulses will trigger either hypothalamus or the, the pineal, which will trigger hormones, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you're blind, you can't get light coming into your eyes and so your pineal gland will pick up on that and you will actually see red when you close your eyes and or red or other types of moving images or whatever other color spectrum you can pick up if you're if you're blind all right so what your eyes can do your pineal can do as well now like i said okay okay so before i get to that what I want to just quickly talk about this um, hallucination and dreaming and what people call astral projection and um, things like imagination and daydreaming and things like that. The, the ability to create images and to see things where there are none. This is all the work of the pineal gland. This is another thing that we're seeing in the Kundalini 
consciousness community. It's a con. The whole thing has revealed itself as a con. Um, they're not interested in real energy anyway. They were already always interested in the fiat. They just had to figure out a way to get there. And now they've wrapped it up and tied it into you can manifest money and manifest um, material things. So it's no longer about real proper energy to light to matter energy okay um vibration to to light to matter this is about um money it was always about money um so anyway uh, where was i hallucinations <laughs> so your pineal gland is what creates these hallucinations what i was going to say right is that in these communities now they're talking about ayahuasca and it's become mainstream ayahuasca and um, shrooms and lsd and you know whatever people want to do can do it like i've done recreationals right um as a matter of fact because of my background and because of who i was um and i don't need to mention it again here because if you've listened to the podcast then you know but women like me were always experimented on and that's why women like me are not meant to get out of the trade we were supposed to die because we're not supposed to come out with these secrets and everyone knows that whatever does not kill you will make you stronger if you give people all these drugs and expose them to all these different types of people and germs and microbes and whatever that's just going to make women like me stronger if ever we were to get out of a situation like that and so women are not supposed to women uh, men and women okay because now the men are um even more so targeted gay and trans men and so on so on but anybody who manages to get out of sex trade or adult entertainment or whatever they can come out stronger and wiser because you've been exposed to so much and you still didn't um it didn't kill you and so they would take these types of drugs whenever they had a new drug that's supposed to come out on the market what they would do is test it on the prostitutes and the street um people who are um, junkies quote unquote okay and so they would test it there and then they would bring it into the mainstream so the opioid crisis what people know today as molly and whatever that mdma or whatever was already happening before that okay and so it became popularized but um I, I was in a beta testing group so i'm not knocking anybody's um drug habits or whatever they're doing but this is glorified um what do you call that you're just a glorified junkie okay <laughs> there's no difference between the um the junkie on the street who's using fentanyl and somebody who's meditating on ayahuasca and shrooms okay it's just a different poison now like i said i'm not knocking anybody's poison anyone can do what they want but to tie it in and act like you're having this spiritual awakening because you're doing these drugs all of these drugs that are even made available are made available because the governments or systems have made them available nothing can come into a certain country or be um, produced manufactured developed distributed or whatever um in mass produced and developed so on so on and distributed without um some government oversight all right so all of these things are tainted and like i said that's part of the reason why i even stopped using these so-called drugs after drugs went into government after weed got into government control i just it, it didn't make sense to keep doing that you know there has to be a reason for why they would want their hands on that but anyway this this pineal gland what it does is it'll take the light images and it'll do what your eyes will do so your eyes will see a lamp that's in front of it but i talked about sight before where there are certain people who can see a certain way and um who can see well they have great vision and there are certain people who can't so you do a test like this like uh, to test your vision or your balance so your eyes your vision is the one thing that can go further than anything else for example i can touch what i can taste if i drink this glass of water here i can drink it i can feel it i can see the drink that i just had all right if i hear a sound if i play some music 
I should be close enough to the thing that's making the sound. If I uh, close enough to the vibration that's making the sound. If I am smelling something, I have to be close enough to the particles for them to hit the, the nerves in my nose for me to smell that thing. Um, but your sight or, and then of course, if I'm touching something, I have to be close enough, to, you know, within arm's length to touch it and to sense it through touch. However, when it comes to sight, I am able to see far beyond what I can hear. Like I can see further than what I can hear. So sight is one of those things where you can see that sight travels farther than everything else, like light, right? And so I can, if I close my eyes, I can imagine whatever I want and I'll start to see those images. I can start to daydream certain situations, see faces and places just by closing my eyes and thinking about it. That's the pineal gland. Sometimes when you're exhausted, when you're really, really tired and you start to hallucinate, that's the pineal gland creating images. It's almost like you're supposed to be dreaming, but your eyes are still open and you can't sleep. And that's the hallucination. When you take these drugs, that's how it hallucinates. There's this, um, there's an imbalance because your pineal gland is being affected. Anytime hallucination comes into the picture or you take a certain drug and you, um, you get uh, nervous or you start creating things that are not there or seeing things, visualizing things that are not there. That's the pineal gland at work. Um, when I am going over my time, I'm at 31 minutes, but just let me finish this one quick thought when uh, about dreaming. Also, I mentioned before that if you are having lucid dreams, people like to say that they're doing it intentionally, but it's almost impossible. It's impossible to do it intentionally. Okay. You cannot, it's intentional when you're inside of a dream and you realize that you are, uh, that you are dreaming. You can speak to yourself and say, okay, I'm going to stay in the dream and I'm going to control this thing. I'm going to have my fun. But you'll notice that as soon as you start having fun and as soon as you're ready to do the shits, like the things that you know, no one's going to see, you wake up and that's because it's only about five minutes that you can lucid dream and it only happens, it's on accident when you're just about to wake up, when you're in that moment between consciousness and awakeness, okay? You cannot control that. That's the work of the pineal gland. And so I don't want to come down on the people who think they're astral projecting um, on, on purpose. There are some scammers out there that will tell you that uh, these are the methods that you use to do that, but you cannot do that. It's a scam. Now, again, you can control it once you realize it inside of the dream, but you can't go to sleep saying, I'm going to astral project today. I'm going to lucid dream today and then lucid dream because it doesn't work that way. And like I said, if it's, if that's happening, then there you're having trouble with your pineal gland. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. It's only supposed to come on <laughs> when you're asleep. It's not supposed to come on when you're awake. The only time it comes on when you're awake is if you're on drugs and there's some kind of, you know, the, the wires are crossed. <laughs> it's 33 minutes. Let me take a quick break here and I will be right back. If you haven't already, go over to mysacredblood.com and click something, watch something, read something or buy something. I'll be right back.
it's getting a little cold in here the reason i turned off the heat is because it makes so much noise it runs on like it automatically shuts off and on and off and on and oh it, it is freezing out here today um if you are where it is cold or if you are experiencing frost or snow or a snowstorm or whatever is going on i hope you're keeping well and keeping warm and sane and balanced and whole all right um we are all dealing with something at some time or we will all be dealing with something at some time so let's not lose sight of that let's keep in mind that something may be happening on one side of the world one day but then it will hit you the next day always be ready always be prepared never be so disconnected and in denial that you know you think everything's all right with you you know it's always it's always good to be aware and ready and prepared I just want to to say that it's just uh, the heat has been off for about 30 minutes and I'm already like I don't know what I would do if it went out uh, longer than that for now in the winter time but um anyway my thoughts are with anyone who's dealing with that and i hope that you can listen to this podcast i hope you are listening to this podcast once it's all over so let me go back to the eyes and the connection between the pineal and the eyes because it's a very interesting connection how they are literally the same and that's why they call it the third eye because the pineal gland literally looks or operates the same as the eye but it's even more interesting now in the eye the eye has rods or what are called rods and cones and these are found in both the eyes and the pineal gland the rods are meant to perceive things like brightness shape and form and size of an object the cones are meant to detect the color of the light wave excuse me so the rods will guide current or sun energy so this is how your eyes keep you alive like if the sun went out you would like everybody would be like puppets on a string and they would just fall down like i don't know how long it would take but if you if the sun went out we would die <laughs> okay there is no way to warm yourself there is no kundalini energy yoga that you can use to keep you alive you would die okay <laughs> because your body your pineal gland communicates with this thing with the sun and this is probably why right now you're hearing rumors of um china trying to create a sun and moon because you do need both of them um there's an electromagnetic pull that happens between the sun and the moon and so if you create an artificial sun it's not going to work if you don't have an artificial moon because you do need that um that balance uh the night and day dynamic for living things to survive and so they're they want people to think that uh if anything goes wrong don't worry china's got a moon <laughs> don't worry china's got a sun um, the, some of the stories say they're true. Some say they're false. It doesn't matter. They haven't done it yet. You cannot do it. Okay. I wish them all the best. And it's great that they're experiment with what they can experiment with, but you cannot recreate these processes. Sometimes it's, you know, we came into this existence, not knowing where we are. You know, a lot of people like to make things up and talk about the dinosaurs were here and then they got, um, uh, asteroided or whatever but these are lies this is uh, there there are no asteroids who came and slammed into the earth these are um sinkholes and so they look at these craters in the ground and they're thinking oh something came down and killed the dinosaurs no there something like we just saw that there was a volcano and it made the um the ashes made the skies dark it's things like that so it's coming from your earth okay they're not coming from out of the sky so again with that movie saying don't look up is not about looking up everything's going to be vibrating underneath you and so you know but they they want you to think that they got this and if we just believe that man is doing this the man can make the sun and man can make the moon and man can control control the weather if we just believe that, then we're not going to be so afraid because if they can control it and if they can do that, then they can stop at any time. They, you know, they would never make it destroy the whole world, right? And so we tell ourselves that. I hear a lot of people, especially in the conspiracy sphere, who want to deny that 
this is mother nature and there has to come a point where you say to yourself you know what this is mother nature <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it so we don't know where we are in this thing we can make up all the calendars and think the mayans got this and the hebrew calendar and all these chinese calendars and everybody but we don't know nobody knows where we are in the space time okay continuum and so this could be the end <laughs> and so just deal with it and live your life and love your life but anyway like i was saying so the rods and the cones are both in the eyes and in the pineal gland and i'm going to repeat this again because i got off track but the the rods are there to perceive like the size of an object or um how big it is how small it is the shape of it how bright it is and that's generally why we can perceive the same thing now not everyone's going to see the same thing the same way of course depending on how your eyes work now the cones are there to um, detect the color of a certain wave like i was talking about um, the light waves uh, according to the light spectrum we see blood as red now if you um, if your rods are not working or like if you're a dog for example they say dogs don't see certain colors they only see black and white now i don't know how true that is but let's say you're someone whose pineal gland's not working right you might just see blood as green okay you might have a different type of um, communication with the light and so this is what the pineal gland does or the rods and the cones in both the eyes and the pineal gland and so the sun is our energy source we are solar beings like we're silicone what is it silicone carbon and gold and so the silicone carbon gold it goes back to the sun the gold and so we are run on solar energy and so the the rods in the eyes help to guide this current or the sun energy toward the body just like the earth will pull the sun energy toward the body um this is what how lightning rods will work that you you put up a lightning rod and the idea is that the lightning will be pulled towards the rod rather than hitting something else on the ground and so in your body your body is made so that you pull this light energy um, towards the body now the reason why the pineal gland is formed as a cone is because it's supposed to do the thing that a rod would do it's supposed to pull light energy into your body so the eyes and the pineal gland are doing the same thing um right and then once it comes into the body then the cones will then channel that energy or it it's kind of like works on the coil this is where the coil comes in and it'll channel that energy to create a magnetic um, field that magnetizes the iron in your blood so you are an electromagnet this is why they you are known as an electromagnetic being because you literally are taking solar energy creating an electromagnetic um, field inside of your body inside of that thing that people are calling kundalini it's not coiled at the base of your spine it is running all through your spine and that electrical charge is what sends these messages all throughout your body um, right and animates you and makes you talk and walk and understand and this that and the other none of that would work if that whole electromagnetic uh, process between the sun um the sun the pineal gland or the eyes or whatever wasn't happening okay so that's what sets it off this is why you'll see a lot of cones um the cones have been co-opted all right you see it uh in things like the dunce cap like this is why people who wear a dunce cap are known as a dunce and that's because you're supposed to associate a cone head with an idiot but the cone head is it's literally that's what your head is doing if we can if you can visualize that energy it would look like a cone like a cone is kind of like a circle and if you can imagine a cone you have the base of the cone and then 
I'm going to talk about the science of that in the next podcast, but you, as the cone goes up, the diameter of the circle or the diameter of the spiral will get smaller and smaller and smaller until it reaches the point or the vertex. And then after that, it will start getting larger and larger and larger. And that's how it communicates. So you kind of have an inverted cone on the top. And that's the sun source coming down towards your cone. And then your cone will start um, w forming a spiral that looks what like a witch's hat or a dunce cap or the KKK uh, cone head. Okay, they take these things, especially the KKK and the Nazis, they, they'll take these symbols and they try to, because the Nazi symbol makes a circle, okay? Those, when you look at the squares, if you understand geometry and the angles, they are 90 degree angles and you can make a circle with it. And then you have the KKK who takes that, the cone, and puts it on its hand. And now if you wear a cone, then you're going to look crazy or racist or whatever but the, these are life forces these are how life forces or how energy is channeled and how spiral energy is channeled to from the sun towards the human body but these people they co-op that so that you um when you think of cones now you're thinking of these um uh, witches and mickey mouse with his mickey mouse hats and unicorns and hinduism and and um what what moloch <laughs> they have this um this uh, moloch which is supposed to be um uh i believe it was a canaanite god that is associated with child sacrifice and the reason i'll, I'll say quickly <laughs> the it's interesting okay so there's this movie called coneheads it's an older movie it's a comedy right there's actually one scene where the conehead uses the the woman uses her head to get change from a vending machine like she tips her head and it, 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 there's some kind of lightning plasma whatever and then all the change falls from the uh vending machine and she uses that to pay for the hotel now the reason why this conehead movie was obviously a comedy so this truth is wrapped up in a comedy and the coneheads just so happened to come from a place called Remulac. Remulac. I don't remember how they say it, but that word Ray, Ray and Mulac is a mixture of Ray or Ra, the sun god, and Moloch, which is a sun. Uh, this is a combination of the sun and the horn god. <laughs> That's what the word means, Remulac. Anyway, you have to look at the, you can find some clips on YouTube. I found clips on YouTube. I, I watched the movie a long time ago when I was a kid, but um, I, I remembered that when I was doing, um, the, when I was making my notes for this one. But anyway, combined, the place that they come from is called Remulac, which is a mix of Ray or Ra and Moloch, which is the sun plus the horn god, which is the sun and this cone energy, okay? When I talk about the cone energy or the spiral energy, this is an invisible force. Like if we were to see the light spectrum or all of the light spectrum, we would all be walking around with cone heads, all right? This is why in, um, in universities, when you graduate, they give you a flat cap to let you know that this is all you are going to learn. You have graduated here and you are not going to use all of your cone um, in, when you get your doctorate, it's a little bit puffier to say there is some leeway. You can still, if you want to, you can still go ahead and connect with that force. Um, the, there are, um, the God called Baal, he has also a cone looking head. You see this a lot in these Sumerian and Egyptian gods, they'll have these cone heads. And then, but a lot of the times you'll have like the Shriners, they were a flat cap. On, on their head like the flat um, it looks like a cylinder we'll say that but they also have a cutoff point so if you see anyone wearing these uh, like aristocrats with their top hats and it's more cylindric it means that they this is someone who doesn't have a lot of power they might seem that way but if you have a flat top it it denotes 
powerlessness or a, or a limit to your power. True power is in the cone head, okay? So people think that these KKK are running around and they're these like low grade hillbillies, whatever. But no, these are sophisticated people who know enough to say, I'm going to wear the cone. All right. So this, um, they come from this, uh, right. I was going to talk about this, uh, this Moloch and why it's associated with the cone. Okay. Now, Moloch is supposed to be this, um, this deity that looks like a bull and you'll see people doing the bull horns a lot. Here's another thing that people link to Illuminati, and they claim that it's demonic, and this is why the devil has his horns. Even the Baphomet, who is supposed to be the blueprint of enlightenment, you know, when man and woman combine together and they transcend the human form, blah, blah, right? They, it also depicts this horned demon-looking creature that has the coiled serpent where his phallic symbol is, which is the rod, and then on his head, he has this thing that has these energies, what squiggles around it, that's supposed to be the connection to the sun, okay, all right? So the whole thing is telling you about the rod and the cone, okay, and how we are connected to the sun. Anyway, there's more to it than that, but not, not for this one, not for this podcast. But this um, Moloch which is just without the, um, without the, the, well, in Hebrew, it's called the MLK. And this is tied to Martin Luther King. I can go on and on and on, but it's also the reason why we call milk milk. Okay. Because it's tied to Moloch and this MLK and this, um, bull or these animals with the, uh, cloven hooves, are kosher you can eat them and the reason why the history behind that i've written about this on the blog before is because the the bulls or the cows and the goats and so on were the first animals that man used to feed the babies and so these animals were supposed to replace the woman when the patriarchy came into power the idea was to take the woman out like I said that's why they started having sex with goats and started experimenting with animals it's, they have this obsession to this day they're still experimenting with animals and gene splicing these animals because they're still obsessed they still think that they can get rid of the female and fuck the animals okay <laughs> literally and figuratively to create this species that doesn't require the female all right. So back in the day, when we talk about child sacrifice, it's because they used to give the children to the the bovid, and bovids are one of the few animal species where the um, females are horned. Okay. Well, you find a horned female. Usually, the uh, usually animal species with horns are male but when it comes to bovids like cows and some goats and so on so on you'll find that the females will sometimes have a horn all right so what they would do is they would give literally put the children on the teat of a bovid like a cow or whatever to see if they can suckle on the animal and the children would die. You cannot do that. Okay. It may, and it, I mean, eventually they figured out that you can milk the cow and give the kid the cow. But the whole idea behind that and the reason why they tie it to child sacrifice is because sometimes the kid would die. It's a sacrifice that you have to make. Some kids would live, some kids would die. And over time, humans uh, developed the protein that made us. Uh, be able to drink milk because a lot of us are still lactose intolerant and it not we're not supposed to be able to drink animal milk and so this took a lot of time and a lot of um, evolutionary process I would say like there's no other way of saying that that we eventually adapted to drinking cow milk but that was the idea behind it is that these people were always um looking for ways to replace the female and this is why the horn shows up everywhere the horn of plenty like i said or the horn of cornucopia the the um zeus drinking from the goat and um 
the it just goats everywhere okay and the, the reason for that is because they were trying to replace the female and so that's how this moloch god it wasn't like they were actually giving their baby to a bull <laughs> okay they were giving their baby to this mlk to the milk of this bovid all right um that so that is really it i just wanted to i'm like i said i am going somewhere with these podcasts i know that i kind of drag out the science a little bit but the whole idea behind it that i just want to say is that it's that we should not lose sight of who we are physically i know a lot of these new agers and conscious community and so on so on they want you to think that we are not our bodies you know we're just here in this flesh in this vessel in this avatar in this whatever and we're here to do the work of a greater god and so on so on but no the idea is yes you really are the god inside the so-called avatar temple so on so on that is not new age stuff they just tie that into new age stuff so that you don't ever see that but you are the light you are the one who's connected to the source and if you disconnect from that source, then there is, then you die. Okay. There, nobody else can animate you. Nobody else can do that to you unless you allow them to do that to you. So you are the God, you're the God of yourself, but new age wants you to, new age wants you to think that, um, like they, they make you think that it's narcissistic. Okay. And so they'll give you these people like, um, Everyone's saying the same thing. Um, Rudolf Steiner, that was the name of the guy that uh, I mentioned before. Rudolf Steiner, who's a Mason and um, or part of, part of the Brotherhood. I shouldn't even say Mason because they're part of a patriarchal brotherhood, okay, who's trying to hide these secrets and giving you little bits and bobs of it. And then you have the guy called um, Manly P. Hall. I listen to his stuff sometimes, but it's not deep. He's not saying anything that they don't all say. Alan Watts, it's like they all take this stuff from Eastern Hinduism, Buddhism, and all of these Zoroastrianism and all of these ancient pagan practices. And they, they mix it all up and mash it all up and then they give it back to you. And then you look like a whole narcissist talking about you manifested this, that, and the other, and you're doing yoga, kundalini, what's it, not it. Like why the whole idea, the purpose behind that is propaganda so you can disconnect from the God in you and understand your connection between the all or the sun and the universe and the, the connection, be how it actually works on a physical physiological level okay how mind body and spirit is one and the same they are not separate nobody can um you don't have to use god to get to your spirit you have to use your own body there's no jesus body uh, okay or there's no jesus or messiah it's you it's your body as long as you can control it anyway the the whole idea is that the power is in you if i keep talking i'm going to sound like one of them crazy new agers so i will leave it there and i will talk to you again in the final episode of season five when we discuss the crown don't forget that you are you can leave me a message. I see that you guys are listening, but you don't want to leave me a message. So it's making me wonder like who's actually listening to these podcasts. Is If there's anything you want me to touch on, like I said, it's going to be the last podcast of the season. Go ahead and leave me a message. If you don't want me to mention it in the podcast, then let me know, then let me know that too. And I will not um, mention it if you just want to say hello. Um... And, and that's it. I will leave it there. And until the next one, take care of yourself.